Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today I watched WrestleMania 35 broadcast from MetLife Stadium on April 7th, 2019. I'm recording this episode on April 13th, almost a week after the fact uh, because I fell quite behind on everything, but uh, I'm going to I'll talk about the the matches from what I can remember. Um, I already talked about a lot of the access sessions that I went to throughout the weekend on the NXT TakeOver New York episode. So go check that out if you're interested in hearing a, little, a few more stories about all of that stuff. Um, and I think I, I think I told the story about the bot, the, the axe body. It's not axe tap out body spray. Why not? So I won't tell you that story. But um, I did get to see the Worlds Collide Battle Royal matches, both of them, on Sunday morning. And that was really cool, except for I was I was trying to take some good pictures. I think I got a couple of pretty good ones. And um, oddly, it was, it was pretty warm. It was pretty – this isn't the odd part. It was a pretty warm day. Um, the, the studio, the, the arena part of access is, was getting pretty toasty in there. And I think this may have been the cause of this, but, uh, when there are about like four people left in the battle Royal, both battle Royals, again, these were like an hour apart. Um, while I was taking pictures, my phone froze. And it took a really long time to get it to reboot and all of that. And it did that a second time during the, uh, I think it was the women's battle Royal was first in the first half. And then the men's battle Royal was in the second half. So that was not, uh, not cool of my phone to do that. And that's part of the reason that I ended up actually finally taking my, my real camera, uh, to access the next day on Monday. Um, so I, I wish I had gotten a, a few pictures of like the winner of the battle Royals. And I kind of don't even remember who those, who the winners were. I'll, I'll watch them again. I think they, they are, uh, going up or, uh, the battle Royals, I don't think are going up yet, but, uh, a bunch of the world's collide matches are going on there. Like, uh, I think it was, it was either Adam Cole or Roger Strong versus Tyler Bate. That was a great match, despite me not remembering which of the Undisputed Era members it was. Um, I think it was, I think it was Adam Cole. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was kind of a, it was kind of a bummer that my phone kept freezing. Uh, but luckily I didn't lose any of my, uh, photo tickets to look up my digital photos with all the people I met on Sunday. And it was, it was fun anyway. It was kind of gross. It was, it was hot. It was too hot. And, um, it would have helped for in, in that instance, luckily the rest of the week was kind of cold outside, um, which helped a lot. Um, but when it was not cold outside, it was a detriment to the, venue to not be is i mean it was basically just a, a a warehouse there on the pier um there's not like a big ac situation going on in there i did not see any like actual i don't think there are any vents like up 
blowing air anywhere or anything like that. But anyway, uh, I because I went to Access all day on Saturday, I was very, very tired. And I need to get up really early because it was from 8 to 12. I think I got there maybe like 7.15 or so um, on Sunday morning. And when I got back to my hotel, um, I was, I, I was like, yeah, I need, I need a little bit of rest. I'm going to get some sleep. It's a long, long show tonight, you know, like seven hours. I'm going to need some rest because I also have to get over there. I have to get back and all that. Uh, by the time I mustered the, the energy to, to stop napping, um, it was too late to to take the subway and the trains and all of that uh, to try to get over there. And honestly, I didn't really want to do that anyway um, because of how tired I was, even if I had waken up a little bit earlier. Um, but uh, yeah, so I decided to get a, a lift instead. But Uber looked like it was cheaper. It said it was a cheaper price. But as I would come to learn, that probably was because they, uh, the Uber price quoted does not um, include certain things, whereas the Lyft price does. Um, but I can't confirm that because I didn't take Lyft uh, for that same trip, so I, I, I don't have a direct comparison there. But I have a feeling it probably actually would have ended up being cheaper taking Lyft, even though the price on the thing was, uh, was more. Uh, when I ordered it, but, uh, the, the bad thing about the, uh, the, a lot of bad things happens. I guess, I guess they're not really bad things. Uh, boneheaded mistakes on my part happened. And, uh, the first of which was, um, uh, you know, sleeping, sleeping a little bit too much anyway, but, uh, I, I, I realized I was like in such a hurry. I ordered it. And I was like, Oh, I got ready. Go, 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 go outside. And then while I was outside, I was thinking, maybe I should, should have brought more cash with me for, uh, for food and all that. It's like, nah, he's almost here. Uh, I don't have a couple minutes. I was going to stay out here and wait. If I had done that, if I had gone back inside to get uh, money, I may have realized much sooner that I did not have my ticket for the show is the collector's ticket. So there's no digital, there's no way for me to get in without that physical ticket, that specific piece of material with the barcode on it and all of that. So, um, I did not have that with me, but I got into the, got into my Uber and I was talking to the guy about WrestleMania and all of that. And then like 10 minutes into the ride, I was like, oh, wait, I don't have my ticket. I'm so sorry. We need to go back. And um, the, 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 there was surge pricing going on and all of that. I felt pretty bad. I mean, it was going to add to what he makes um, just from what the, the app charges me, but is also um, takes away from what he could be earning in those that time uh, that we're losing by going back and then all on all of that. So, um, you know, I, I tried to take care of him a little bit with, uh, some extra money, um, on top of the, the, the ride itself and what I would normally tip. 
Um, but it, it, it burned up like another, like 20 minutes or so. Uh, finally get to the arena and it's, um, I had missed, but, but I was kind of watching the two matches I missed on my phone. Uh, so that's a good thing about the network, having the WWE network, um, is if you're late, you can still watch the show as you're trying to get to the show as far as the pay-per-views go. But, um, yeah, I missed the first two matches of the night and that's kind of a bummer, but one of the matches was made up for later in the week. And I'll talk about that on the episode in two more episodes, uh, for a SmackDown after mania because the two of five live after mania, um, we get, uh, a redo of that match, like a, a more fleshed out version of the match. Tony niece versus buddy Murphy. Um, and so I get, get, get right into the spoilers right now. Uh, Tony niece won and is a new cruiserweight champion. And then on Tuesday, I get a rematch, and that match was awesome. And I did get to see that one in person. I'll talk about that more um, in that episode. Uh, so I missed that, and, and I d- didn't really get to pay much attention because the guy was still talking to me, the driver was still talking to me. And so it was my split attention. Uh, but I did get to fully pay attention to the uh, Women's Battle Royal uh, while watching that on my phone. And, uh, you know, I didn't mind, I didn't mind at all that Carmella won. I, I mean, it's just a battle Royal. It there's doesn't seem to be, I mean, there, it's only the second one as far as this, th- that trophy and stuff goes and nothing came of it for Naomi when she won it last year. And so I don't, uh, it, it, I see, I mean, I was rooting for, for Oscar to win but I don't see it as really an issue that she didn't win because nothing would probably come out of winning that anyway. Um, I mean, it's it, it's just as likely to get upset about nothing come out of winning it as there is that if uh, nothing happens now that she didn't win it, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I got, got into the arena and... Uh, not the area. It's a stadium. It's a, it's a huge stadium. And I didn't realize my ticket was in a section. I was in the se- on the second level, uh, first row. I like that. I very much like that. Although I'm always a little bit nervous, especially in this arena, being in that first row. It, it, it's sturdy. It is sturdy. But, like, anytime I have to get up and, like, nudge past people makes me a little bit nervous. I'm like, I I think I talked about this when I went to see uh, Hoover Dam that there's like a big walkway overlooking everything. And I was like death grip on my phone and like, I I didn't want my hat to blow off and all that worrying about my glasses are going to fall off. That kind of thing. I did not ever lean over the the thing. There's a big sign like on the thing that says, don't, don't lean over it just for safety. Don't do that. But uh, there's a great view. I didn't have to stand up for anything at all. Nobody is like standing up in front of me. I occasionally had to stand up for people to get out to go do their thing. But another cool thing is that these, this section, those sections that are along uh, looking uh, like between the 35s, I think, uh, is like club level. kind of. They're not private boxes or anything like that. But it's an area like the concessions and the restrooms and all of that that you can only 
uh, go into if you have they have to scan your ticket to go into there. Uh, but once you're in, you're in and you don't have to. There's uh, relatively le- it's only the people in that section that can go to concessions, all of that. And I thought that was a pretty good experience as far as being able to go and grab a bottle of water real quick, uh, go and use the restroom real quick, all of that. Um, and even then there's like a seating area over by the, the windows to the outside. So, uh, you could sit, just hop up onto a bar stool, uh, snack up there. I didn't, I didn't eat anything down at my seat. I just ate stuff up there and I thought that was, that was pretty great. Um, cause there are a couple of matches that I watched just from that position, and I, I enjoyed uh, the matches just pretty much as as much as I would before uh, in my in my regular seat. Uh, so I, I like that. I, I like that, and um, I would go for that type of seat again for sure. Uh, so let's talk about these matches that I actually saw. We had Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder defeat the Revival. That was a fun moment for them. Um, I was joking, like right after this happened, I joked that, uh, WrestleMania 35, the one with all the title changes. And as it would turn out, spoilers, that was way more accurate than I thought would even be possible. Um, we also had the men's battle Royal, the under the giant Memorial battle Royal, uh, Braun Strowman won that after eliminating the SNL guys. Uh, they, they came very close to eliminating him by very close. I mean, they tried and failed miserably. Um, I can't even remember any, I can't remember very many details at all from this battle Royal, but, um, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. Uh, then we opened up the actual show with, uh, Alexa bliss bringing out uh, snapping her fingers to bring out Hulk Hogan. And then uh, Paul Heyman comes uh, sauntering down the, the ramp and uh, says, hey, if we're not on last, then we're not going to wait around. So let's get this over with. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins opens the show. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out and Brock just attacks him relentlessly before the bell even rings. Uh, finally, the bell rings and Seth uh, gets the up. Well, he pushes brock into the referee referee is knocked out for knocked knocked out he's not uh, knocked out he's not knocked out but he's knocked off of the apron like onto the floor so he's out of action so it was like he's not unconscious he's just bewildered or whatever and uh in that moment seth hits brock with a low blow and then uh curb stomps him like three times pins him wins the championship and there we go. We're off to the another great start. We already had a great start with the feel good Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder winning, and Seth continues that being becoming the new champion. Uh, then we had AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Um, the the parts of the match that I was paying attention to, I really liked, but uh, a huge swath of fans were just complaining about the the chanting and yelling and screaming about the lights. They're down um, in the lower sections uh, opposite of the entry. And looking about at some of the photos, I I could I get it. 
but also your camera is kind of misrepresents thing can misrepresent things as well that i don't know there's you know lens flare that's a lot that's not i actually see things or whatever but they just went they just kept going on about it finally the the yellow lights got turned off but then turned back on again and then turned off but uh it was it it is hard to to focus on the actual match i tried as best as i could there are a few other times uh same thing drew mcintyre versus roman reigns that same kind of thing as well okay sorry about that i uh had a knock at the door and i'm slightly out of breath especially now i'm talking oh my god catching my breath all right they run downstairs and ran back up anyway okay so um yeah that's just a bummer that 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 was the situation with that match um because it was there's some great stuff going on and um unfortunately aj um got injured during this uh during this match but uh his update later on he said nothing was broken or anything like that i should i just need some rest and i think i'll I'll be good to go uh pretty soon so uh, that's good news there are a lot a lot of injuries this week um but we'll get to those uh throughout this episode and the the next couple of episodes um so aj styles won that match and i was pretty happy about that then we had the fatal four-way tag team match for the smackdown tag team championships uh the usos defeated alistair black and ricochet rusev and shitsuke nakamura and the bar and this match was really good uh lots of cool stuff happened there and um uh i think i i this was the mat. Uh, this was the match during it that I uh, I tweeted like I, I think Ricochet is some type of god. Um, between this and the match the previous night, um, so this concludes the trilogy of tag team title matches for the team of Alistair Black and Ricochet. Uh, unfortunately, they did not win in any of these matches, but uh, I think that's fine because uh, they. I mean, they just, they're just getting started. They're just getting started. And I was excited to see what happens next uh, with them. Then we had Shane McMahon defeat The Miz, but only because Shane McMahon ended up on top of The Miz after The Miz superplexed him off of a, the camera scaffolding into a, a, a big area for them to land in. Uh, it was like a, I don't I don't even know there's is like a tarp area. I guess it was technically like part of the stage or something, a platform that they go in there. But Shane, they're both like completely out of it. But Shane was on top of the Miz, and so he got the win because it's a falls count any count anywhere. Uh, and then we had the Iconics defeat the Boston Hot Connection, Nia Jackson, Tamina, and Beth Phoenix and Natalia, and I. I thought this was an excellent end to this match. 
the way they won really uh, was uh, a credible win. Um, they were not cheating. They were fully taking advantage of the rules of this type of match. And I'll say it, I keep on saying it, they are an excellent tag team that really knows how to use tag team rules and work together. And they have tag team moves and all of that. Uh, Sasha and Bailey are awesome. Um, but they are, uh, they, they shine the most as individuals and the Iconics are truly a team. Peyton and Billy are awesome. And I did get to meet them the next day and, uh, they were the first people I got into line for because I got a VIP ticket for AJ Styles. Um, but he was, uh, I talked about the strategy in the last episode. If you have a VIP ticket, don't go to the VIP line first. I've made that mistake before, and now I know better. You can you can knock out a really great uh, other session, uh, a really great other photo op or whatever before you head into the VIP line because you're definitely going to get through the VIP line um, as long as you're there uh, in like the first hour, um, by the end of the first hour. Um, but uh, like I said, AJ was injured. He was, uh, but so because of that, he was unable to appear for access that next day. Um, and so the people, uh, running the events, they let us know in groups of like 10, 12 at a time. And, uh, like I was in the first group of those people. So that was kind of cool. Uh, I got in very, very early. Um, that's why I was like sixth or seventh in line for, to meet the Iconics, but uh, unfortunately, things got started like a kind of late, like very late. I think General Access didn't even get into like 20, 25 after um, instead of right on the hour. But it was because of this AJ Styles situation. Uh, but his replacement, they said, okay, you have a replacement. And if that's fine, uh, then awesome. But if you're not cool with that, then um, you can get a refund, all this. And I was like, well... Well, at, at that point, I, heard, I knew who the replacement was. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. But even if I wasn't, I'd be like, I, I'm trying to get the refund and all of that is a whole hassle. And it got a third party anyway, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, but the replacement is, um, no, I'll get to that. I'll get to that because that match is, um, is the one that happens next. Uh, but, uh, the iconics winning, uh, that, that hidden tag, the sneaky tag totally within the rules. And they were able to, uh, get the win. Um, I forget who they pinned. I think it must've been Bailey or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was an excellent end to, end to this match. Unexpected. I was kind of, I was hoping for it, but uh, with who had won the stuff with Seth, with Seth winning Seth winning at the top, um, even before that, I was like, okay, everybody who I don't want to win is probably going to win, and I'm just fine with that. Um, but as it turned out, pretty much everybody who I wanted to win ended up winning. Uh, spoilers to the rest of the, this episode, but uh, yeah, iconics awesome and i'll get to talking about them more 
in the later episodes because uh, we see them on SmackDown celebrating and all that. So we'll, we'll get to it. Next up, we had Kobe Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, this match was freaking awesome. Um, regardless of how the match actually ended, this match was just freaking awesome up to that point anyway. And that was just made that much sweeter with a Kofi Kingston win. The new WWE champion. Uh, there's some New Day and Rowan involvement in the match. But they didn't directly affect the outcome of the match. It was just like some a little bit of extra stuff in there. And I thought that was like the exact right amount. And this, yeah, it was just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And uh, the celebration afterwards, Kofi's family comes up into the ring as a, a his son with the belt and everything. Ah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And so the next day, AJ Styles was supposed to be the VIP at Access. His replacement was Kofi Kingston. And I thought, I do not mind that one bit. That is awesome. Hopefully I will still get to meet AJ Styles someday. But I will absolutely uh, meet Kofi Kingston and get my picture with him. That is cool. Super cool. Um, He is super nice. I told him uh, the match was awesome and that I was at Elimination Chamber. And that match was was great as well. And um, he he was was super nice. And it was, yeah, it it was cool. Real cool. Um, Then we had Samoa Joe defeat Rey Mysterio in one minute. Um, so yeah, that happened. Uh, so so at this point, Samoa Joe and the Usos are the only champions to retain their championships on this night. Then we had Roman Reigns defeat Drew McIntyre in a singles match. No special stipulations or anything like that. Um, it looks like it clocked in at 10 minutes and 10 seconds. It felt a lot longer than that because the crowd was being kind of dumb. I thought. Kind of a dumb crowd during that match. Um, it's like, man, anything that that had to follow, anything that had to follow Rey Mysterio getting beaten beaten in a minute. No, it, it, following that, and then that also following like the best, arguably the best moment of the night, the best ma- and and the best match of the night. Everything after is doomed. Uh, then we had Triple H versus Batista. Triple H won. Um, so he is not being forced to retire. And he had a little bit of help from Ric Flair. It was no, hard, no holds barred match. So there's all kinds of like chains and sledgehammers and all that kind of stuff involved. Uh, but Batista later on on Twitter announced that he is he is retired. And so um, that was Batista's final, final match. Yeah, the uh, he he came out like an SUV, like a a, a motorcade, and then uh, Triple H came out to a digital motorcade of uh, Mad Max uh, imagery. It's Mad Max style vehicles, and um, I guess that part was kind of cool. But uh, that match was holy crap! That match was long. That's the longest match of the night. Wow. That's um that that's interesting. And that makes sense. It did feel like it was, it was really, really long. Um right, this was like three hours into the show now, three and a half hours into the show. 
the longest, the second longest match was Kofi versus Daniel at 23 minutes and 45 seconds. This one was at 24 minutes and 45 seconds. Um, just one minute difference. Interesting. Um, oh, these times they rounded to the nearest fives. I was about to say, why aren't there any that are like six minutes and three seconds or anything like that? Anyway, uh, then we had Baron Corbin defeat Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's farewell match. Uh, so kind of a bummer that Angle didn't uh, win his final match. But I thought it was kind of appropriate. I've said this before. Uh, the end of days being the final move to to end Kurt Angle's days. Uh, it's kind of appropriate, but, uh, yeah, it was, it, it, it was, it was all right. It was all right. I don't even, I don't remember specifics from it other than the end. Uh, then we had, uh, Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Finn Balor as demon Balor wins the match in just four minutes and five seconds, uh, and, uh, regains the intercontinental championship. Uh, so yeah. Go, go, Balor. And then our main event, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, Winner takes all, triple threat for the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. And uh, this was, I I, I loved this match as well. Um, There's some uh, kind of desperation in Ronda's moves at some points. Um, I, I, I'd, I'd call it that more so than, uh, I guess you could subs- describe some of it as, uh, some sloppiness or stuff like that, but I, I kind of f- felt like it added some, some more realism to it. Like, uh, if you're, you're, you're so flustered at some points that, uh, the adrenaline is just pumping your, uh, pumping through your veins a little bit too much. And uh, you're you're bound to maybe lose your balance a little bit here and there, all that. But uh, I don't even remember specific instances where that kind of thing happened. Um, like the ending, uh, it was kind of out of nowhere. Um, but I thought that also added a little bit more to the uh, uh, the like anything could happen in this triple threat uh, with you know, things just coming out of nowhere left and right. So I didn't mind. So I was very, very happy for Becky, Becky, two belts. Um, she is the, uh, she's the reigning champion for both brands. And so she'll be on both shows, um, until that changes. And, uh, I think that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, Oh, what were some specifics from this match? There's the table. Charlotte got put through a table um, right before the end. Um, dang, I can't remember other stuff. Uh, I I really liked that Becky and Charlotte were worked together against Ronda at, at a few points. Um, They're like, hey, we just got to get this little weirdo out of the picture here. Uh, we may as well work together every now and then, but, um, yeah, if I was, it, the pace was, uh, ramped up all the way, um, all the way through. Um, and I was, uh, just like glued 
my eyes were glued onto the ring um just watching this whole whole match unfold so um yeah i enjoyed it i'm very happy for becky um and i'm excited to see what happens next because uh well we'll talk about it in the raw episode um that there were some it seems like things are going in one direction but uh then it's like nope nope they we got all new champions like all of the good victories that you'd hoped would happen except for Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio that could be argued that a lot of people would have loved to see Rey Mysterio win that championship um and same with the uh, the Usos uh one of those other teams might have been uh a cool change to see them become champions but uh all the other title changes that i feel like we're kind of um yeah that's what we wanted to see happen we wanted all of the good guys to win because all the good guys did win arguably the iconics are not good guys but um i i felt like everybody's still really happy for them to to win the the women's tag team titles but uh um what's they saying oh we'll see when we talk about raw and smackdown it's uh you think oh here's the chance to like undo some of those things is like oh we just did it so you'd be happy at wrestlemania uh we're just gonna go in a different direction now don't don't you know be happy about it but forget about it also um and it is actually not the case they, they stuck to their guns with uh like all of this stuff um at least so far and we have the superstar shakeup coming up as well but i'll talk about all of that in the raw and smackdown after mania episodes um uh so yeah after the show it was kind of ridiculous getting back to uh my hotel uh because they had the trains going um and i guess even if i had tried to do an uber or lyft that the cues for that were insane as well. Um, so I think, I think I made the right call, uh, especially with how much the, the, the Uber going out there cost. I was like, I gotta offset that a little bit. So getting back only cost me $6 plus the, the Metro card that I had paid for, for the week um, compared to the insane amount it's like two hundred dollars. Oh my god, two hundred dollars for one ride. Oh, I don't know, but I, I I needed to start working into my budget. Um, I had, I planned to buy more stuff, um, than what I did. So like I I didn't really mind that. Like it was, it wasn't built into it, but it ended up being uh available in the, what I had planned to spend for the week but um from now on wrestlemania weekend i need to to factor in something's gonna go wrong as i've talked about this from last year that i dropped my ticket somewhere i had to buy another ticket because there's a collector's ticket you don't have duplicates or anything like that um so uh yeah i just need to work in like two to three hundred like three hundred dollars that's only there that that is the emergency fund emergency fund um emergency fund fund i think because it was like an actual there there's like actual emergency funds that's something different but 
it seems as though two three hundred dollars extra have to account for that something that i don't foresee just getting to the actual show or back or whatever getting into the show i've got to keep i gotta uh, work that in into the um the paperwork i think next year unless i do the travel package um uh, which they do the physical tickets for um i'm gonna go all digital next year so i don't even have to worry about it but in, the, in that case i'm probably gonna lose my phone probably and you know that that would, suck. That would really suck i'm jinxing myself right now um but the train we had to take a train from uh meadowlands where metlife is to see caucus and then see caucus to uh change train go to a different train to penn station and then from penn Penn, 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 from penn station you could then go you know do whatever you want to do uh go find the subway and all that so uh it went all right um i got onto the second train there there was a train that was there that left and then i got into the next train after that and as i was talking to the guys that are next to me uh, a little bit that was really cool uh nice to meet them i met so many nice other fans and some not so nice but mostly nice other fans uh talked about all kinds of stuff uh not a single one of them did i exchange names or contact information with at all so perhaps i'll run into them someday i'll be like hey i think i remember you uh but i don't know your name or anything like that so i think next time around that's when i'll start actually asking names and things like that it's 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 a process um but yeah uh get to the caucus station and it starts raining and we go down to the the train that's going to go uh the next train will be coming in to go to Penn Station and uh just waiting there by the platform everybody's there's just you know hundreds and hundreds of people here and the train comes in and we're waiting for it to stop and then the last car passes us and stops like 20 20 feet further down and everybody from the where it stops over is like oh god we were we thought we were in great position so you'd walk down a ways from where you like go down the escalator to the thing like i thought we were going to be in a good position to get onto this train nope just a mad rush trying to get over to the other cars so i ended up at just waiting for the second train and um that uh it it was uh it was an interesting thing because they had they they changed up which trains were doing doing what and they're they were getting held up because one of the doors on the train that the the car that i was standing next to uh they're like oh it, it says that it's not closed but we're doing they're kept checking all four of the doors it was kind of a weird situation but um, I did get on a train, finally got over to Penn Station, had to walk like a block to get over to the uh, the subway uh, to get on my way back over to uh, to Brooklyn. On the weekends, the stop that's right next to my hotel, it's not, um, the trains don't stop there. Um, so I had to walk, it was raining, I had to walk like a half mile or whatever in the rain 
on the final leg of my journey to get back to the hotel. And once I finally got there, it was 4 a.m. One hell of a long night because I left at, uh, I think I left at like 5 p.m. to get to the show. Um, or like 4.45, something like that. Um, and missed the first half, first hour from 5 to 6. But uh, so it was, a, it was a solid, you know, 11 hours um to get there and back with missing part of the show and most of that time was the uh most of that added time was after the show getting back because it ended like 12 12 15 something like that so it was like four hours to get back oh oh not fun to think about um so hopefully next i'm planning on going next year um in tampa um i i booked a hotel but there are closer hotels they're closer to the um, to the arena and the convention center that I would prefer. Now that I think about it, I'd prefer to stay in one of those hotels, but they don't book that far in advance. So I have to get, uh, have to remember to keep checking that like every couple of weeks to see um, how far out they're uh, they're booking everything. Um, so uh, hopefully. That'll be a little bit better experience um, going out there, especially if I have a car, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. That's still a year away, um, but I'm excited to go again next time. Like a lot of things, if I do do it this much, I'll get like sick of it. And I think that's a big uh, signal that uh, it's just reinforced more and more. The more shows I go to and the more that I watch that uh i freaking love uh wrestling and it's so much fun and i if i do end up getting sick of it at some point i don't know what would cause that um because it's uh it's so it's so much fun even when it's even when people are like getting angry about certain things and all that i still find something to really enjoy about it and I, I think maybe more people should tr- try that and see the what to enjoy and the, the stuff that's going horribly wrong um, as far as like, ah, oh, I, I don't like this storyline or they're taking these. Blah, 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 blah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for WrestleMania next, WrestleMania next year. In just a couple of weeks, I'm going um, – taking a road trip over to – Iowa and Nebraska because they have uh, Raw and SmackDown. I think I've talked about this on the show before. Raw, SmackDown on Monday, Tuesday, and then on Thursday and Friday, and also Saturday, Sunday. I'm not doing Saturday, Sunday because they're in Michigan and uh, Minnesota. Uh, so it's Raw in Iowa, SmackDown in uh, Nebraska. Wednesday, there's no show, no WWE show. Um, so I'm going to go to the zoo and, uh, to a Cirque du Soleil show in Omaha. And then the next night is, uh, NXT Omaha. And then Friday night is, uh, NXT in, um, in Iowa. I don't think, am I going to that? Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to that one. But I am going to the to NXE in in Nebraska because it's 
and I don't have to backtrack again. Um, but that might change. I don't know. Uh, so I, I'm really excited for that because I love the NXT live events. I've only been to a, a couple of so far, and this is the closest they're they're coming to to Denver yet. I think. Well, they've come to Nebraska before, but I didn't go when they did before. Um, so that's in just two weeks, and I'm pretty excited for that. It's the uh, it's the week. Um, it's the day after Easter is that that raw. Um, but after that, the next show that I probably, um, I might go to extreme rules in July. Um, but the next show that I'm planning on right now is, um, is SummerSlam. Um, so I I might get kind of sad between then and now and, uh, do some impromptu, uh, trips out to see raw raw and stuff. They haven't announced all their schedules, so I might end up in close to the same place as they are anyway um a couple of times uh going to conventions and that would be really really cool if that is the case um but anyway uh that's uh that's it for for wrestlemania 35 i'll be talking about raw after mania and smackdown after mania in the next episode so uh next two episodes so stay tuned for that um and then of course nxt and nxt uk this week um i saw the matches for nxt this week um taped before takeover um but i'm sure there's all kinds of backstage stuff that's on that episode that will be worth talking about um and i and i don't know what's going on in nxt uk in the next episode but i uh i was present for a lot of the three episodes following or more it might be more than three episodes um but i do know uh it's Ginny versus uh tony storm in uh this week's nxt uk uh so i'm I'm excited to to see that match um let me know what you thought about wrestlemania what was your favorite match i think i i made this clear my favorite match was kofi versus daniel um but uh let me know what your favorite match is uh what you're excited to see happen um and what about this superstar shakeup what's gonna go on there uh, so we'll find out very soon. Uh, so tweet me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'll be back real soon with more here on TIW Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.